Hey, and welcome to the Gang of Many. This is Eric. Thanks so much for joining me. I uh, hope you had a, a nice Thanksgiving with your friends and family. And uh, just something happened over, um, over my Thanksgiving that I thought was interesting. It, it got me thinking a little bit differently. So I wanted to share that with you. And it kind of uh, builds upon that old adage, do we live to eat or do we eat to live? I'm sure you probably heard that before. I think a lot of times we kind of use that jokingly when we see somebody eating a lot or, or eating something maybe they should not be eating. But anyhow, uh, what happened was uh, our tradition for Thanksgiving, um, and, and we did this when I was a kid, is in the morning and up until dinner we have a pretty pretty good spread of food already laid out in the kitchen and uh, you know we have cheese and crackers and baked goods we had I think a couple pies a blueberry and cherry some croissants um, some chips and dips things like that you know more snack foods and people just kind of throughout the day come by and graze and take a handful, take a bite here and there as we're waiting for our dinner. But again, it was a lot of food. And I have a 15-year-old son, and uh, he is growing like a weed. And of course, he has an appetite that never seems to end. And so I was, you know, just throughout the day watching him, and he was going through that food like nobody's business. Kept going up, getting more another plate here, another plate there. So needless to say, he, he was eating quite a bit before dinner even started. So for dinner, and uh, this is probably not the best tradition, but we did it last year and it worked out pretty well. So we did it again this year. There's a really good restaurant in town. They put on a, a great Thanksgiving, a great dinner, but the only problem is it is really crowded. You can make reservations, but it's still about an, an hour wait just to get in there. Then by the time it's all said and done, you know, you're there a good two, three hours. So last year, we actually ordered it to go. I know probably doesn't sound, again, as the best tradition for Thanksgiving, but it worked out really well. The food's great. Kids love it. And it, it's so convenient. So we did that again this year. So around 3, 3 or 4 o'clock, I went. Went out, I picked up the food, no hassle, very easy. I brought it home. And uh, as we're unpacking the food and setting it up on the table, my 15-year-old son, a guy who has been munching all day, said, oh man, I don't think I can eat another bite. I am stuffed. But as soon as he saw the food, and it, and it is, it's a, it's a great dinner, you know. All the, the turkey and the cranberry sauce, the stuffing and potatoes and gravy, the whole spiel we, we laid out before him. And uh, as soon as he saw the food, he started digging right into it. Again, this was the guy who minutes ago said he was stuffed and could not get another bite in. He was now back at it again. And uh, he, he continued to eat and eat ate his entire dinner and then if that wasn't enough my daughter she is 11 could not finish her dinner so of course 
You slide the plate down to the big guy and he polished that off also. Along with, there were rolls on the table, a couple other foods, had, had some more of that. So he went from being stuffed and saying that he could not have another bite to probably eating, I don't know, another two, 3,000 calories. And it just got me thinking, you know, is again, going back to that old adage, do we, do we live to eat or do we eat to live? And sometimes I wonder if, if we're almost conditioned, you know, maybe by the clock, we see what time it is, so we assume we should be eating at that time. And again, maybe if we're not even hungry or don't even need to eat, or maybe the, the smell or the sight of food is so enticing that again, even though we are quote unquote not hungry, we continue to eat. And of course, you know, you have to consider sugar and salt and that is highly addicting and we can all have, of course, a weakness for those, those areas. And, and again, that can be another reason where we are eating when uh, we, we really are, are, may not even be in a state of being hungry. So I really started thinking about that. And so for the last couple of days, I kind of uh, just was very mindful of that and, and watched myself and my eating habits. And uh, it, it's, it's, it was really neat. I mean, there were certain times where I would walk up to our refrigerator and I would ask myself, you know, am I going because I am hungry or is it, am, am I going because it is a, a certain time of day or that I have a craving for something sweet? And uh, I, I just wanted to, to bring that to you guys and, and maybe have you start taking a, a little more introspective look at when you're eating. Why? Why are you really eating? And again, is it because you are eating to live or living to eat. <laughs> I just thought it was really interesting and um, something to, to look at and again, could probably make a very big difference in a lot of our lives. Something else I noticed too are, and, and this was kind of amazing, me, amazing to me also, is that you know we're, we're really surrounded by all sorts of triggers that can that can dictate our behavior towards eating. Like sometimes, just another example, I will, uh, I'll sit in our kitchen, uh, we have a big table there, and I'll pull out my laptop, and I'll do some work there, and just being in the kitchen, which should seem obvious, but I, I, I don't know why, I never really thought of this before, is that I will eat much more if I'm doing work there, as opposed to other times we have uh, an upstairs room where I do work also. When I'm upstairs and doing work, I will not eat or even think about eating nearly as much as when I am in the kitchen and sitting at that table. So just our environment too can be a trigger or maybe just other people coming through and having something to eat. And again, we, we don't even realize that these triggers are all around this and can have a profound effect on when we eat and what we eat. So just wanted to bring that to your attention. Again, I thought that was really interesting and uh, just try to be more mindful 
and, and take a minute, you know, when you walk up to the refrigerator and just ask yourself, you know, am I, am I really hungry? Is it the time? Is it because I need, uh, you know, there's something in the refrigerator that you may know is there and may not necessarily be healthy, but you know it's there and, uh, you know, you have a, that sweet tooth that's calling. But all of those factors, I think, can really, again, have a significant impact on our eating habits and our behavior towards food. So there you have it. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, I know more holidays, of course. Christmas is right around the corner. So I'm not trying to be a Scrooge here and discourage you from your holiday feasts, but uh, something to think about. All right. Thanks so much. If you have not already, please he uh, head over to thegangofmany.com. I have a really uh, super cool program there. It's a 21-day interactive course, um, and it, it touches upon so many different facets of, of things I was just talking about. Triggers, environment, support. Not and, and of course, we have uh, incredible um, support for in terms of your diet and exercise also in the program, but something definitely to check out. So gangofmany.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.